Welcome to the podcast. Uh, we are speaking with Ahmed Detta uh, from Enviru. That's with double O, website being enviru.co.uk. Formerly, it was called Advanced SD Sustainable Development. Now, I do not like seeing plastic on the beaches. I hate seeing it in the oceans, um, in rubbish on the streets. I do not like it, but you can't really get around it because if you buy something from the supermarket, there is plastic um, around it. So what can you do? Now, well, you can recycle it 100% and make sure that it doesn't end up in the oceans and it does not end up as well on the beaches. And that is what I met believes in recycling, the social aspect to it. So absolutely fantastic. Great to have him here. Um, you can find all the links in the show notes on our website, podcast.earth. He was actually here in the studio in Chiswick in uh, London the day before we moved into tier two, which is the high alert level, basically banning everyone from mixing and meeting indoors. So just in time, I did clean everything beforehand. We kept our distance, so it was absolutely safe. And uh, without further ado, here's the podcast with Ahmed Detta in London, UK. We're here with Ahmed Detta, and you are CEO and founder of Enviro, uh, of Enviro. Uh, it's with double O. At double the o, yes. uh, it used to be Advanced Sustainable Development. That's right. Which you just changed, and you got a new website and a whole new branding. And That's right. Uh, why did you do that? So I think it was it was an important part of the growth of the business. Uh, we're focusing purely um, on, on the UK as our primary growth strategy and potentially Europe. Mm -hmm. So... We wanted a, a brand name that people could understand and with our work looking at research and development into the bigger circular economy landscape, yep. having one word, one name that people could relate to or understand mm -hmm. um, was one of the drivers behind calling it Enviru. And you also changed it from .com to .co.uk or .co.uk. .com wasn't available. Maybe you could have bought it for like a couple of thousand or so. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. We, it was just we, not we there. It just wasn't there. So uh, uh, we went for .co.uk. Uh, <laughs> but I'm sure we'll expand later once we're operational to buying.com. <laughs> I hope that works for you. And also what I read is you were number 10. That's quite significant in the most disruptive tech companies. And that was uh, in well, 10 out of 50. Uh, disruption 50. Congratulations. Thanks also. very much. Yeah. Thank you. That's so good, isn't it? It's good. It's nice to uh, to be part of the actual whole program. Um, I think it's interesting as an entrepreneur who's, who's looking at things differently to be around like-minded people who are thinking, how can I make a difference? How can I change? Mm -hmm. And that disruption is actually not negative. No. You are not here to cause a problem or, or create drama. We're here to actually say, well, this isn't working well. Mm -hmm. How can we do it better? Right. And being in that environment with other disruptors was was really empowering and motivating. And you're number 10 there. That's what's good, huh? Why, how, why did, how, what did you do to get to number 10? I think, I guess we, we, we got to number 10, um, I think, we were forward thinking in in where we're at. Yeah. Um, we've got a lot of uh, methodologies and mindsets in place to develop business, but we're not operational yet. Okay. So therefore, um, we kind of got to a point where you know we peaked 
at that stage of a you know, yeah. concept How level. How long ago was this? This was a year ago. A year ago, okay. Right. A year ago. At that point, you were still uh, advanced to the SD. Basically. That's right, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. So um, now, we're, now we're at the stage where, you know, we'll start construction next year on our project. Yeah. Um, is that your plant, huh? That's the plant, yes. Yeah, yeah. Is that your plant or is that a plant? No, that's ours. That's yours, okay, yep. My team, uh, my experience team will run, run, uh, run, run that facility yeah. in the northwest. So I think, um, I mean... Obviously, part of the whole disruption process was artificial artificial intelligence, mm-hmm. and using that to to do the judgment and the criteria. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we met a lot of the criteria of disruption. I guess the next, what was good to be where we're at ten is that we've got areas that we need to develop to get to number one. Uh-huh. So that's our strategy. You're ambitious. You're ambitious. We'd like to be, you know, the most <laughs> that's disruptive good. company. Very good. We're calling um, that later as well. Actually, <laughs> we'll yeah. Come back on to that. So, <laughs> yeah, it's. Um, it's it's room for growth. Yeah. Um, it's recognizing the excellence to date of my team. Yeah. Uh, but really motivating to make sure that we we get to the top spot. We can do that once we're actually operational performing and actually recycling and um, walking the talk. Good, good. And you say recycling already. That's that's what you're doing, I believe. 100 percent recycling of uh, PET or PET plastic waste. I'd I see what it stands for. Can't pronounce it. Polyethylene. Polyethylene telethapylate. There you go. <laughs> so you can do it. You can do it. What is that anyway? So it's basically your the plastic material that's used for food packaging. Food packaging. Yeah, your, bot- yeah. your clear plastic. Clear plastic okay. for bottles. Um, yeah. We see we're seeing a shift in in milk bottles actually going towards PET. Right. Um, and, and your food packaging material. So special special plastic. That can be recycled. It, it can be recycled, and of course, you've got the uh, bisphenol BPA content um, in that. So it's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's, I guess, the purest and least harmful form of plastic for handling anything that we consume. Right, except when it ends up in the ocean, of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. We'll come on to that later. So, 100%. So, um, I googled you mm. and... Uh, uh, the question is here. Uh, the Saturday, the first thing that came up really uh, on Google mm. uh, after the advertisements, of course, it says "feel good about profitability." Yes. Now, I did a project uh, where we looked at companies that were sustainable. Mm. It was a project for the Sustainable Development Goals. It was in cooperation with the UN, and we looked at uh, companies that that is actually could see in their back pocket mm. that it was good for them, and they are actually. You know, they're making a profit while while doing so. Sure. They're actually making more money while being responsible and sustainable. What is your drive uh, for profitability? Why do you say that? So that's actually a very personal thing mm-hmm. to me. That statement. Um, I come from very a very humble background. Okay. Um, my parents have been involved in philanthropic activity um, from from the day I can remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but after finishing university, I ended in a very corporate, high flying sales job. Okay. And I was earning more money than I could ever imagine, but I was feeling very empty okay. by doing that. So I kind of took a step back and was like, how do I get to a point where it is a win-win situation for everybody? I was mm-hmm. selling technology yeah. when, yes, it was you know semi-interesting technology and okay. quite boring for others. But you know it wasn't some, something that really drove me. Um, and I wanted to get to a position where my personal drive um was reflective in you know commercial success so that's sure. where when i got when i moved to to the middle east and i got headhunted to set up a mobile phone recycling business that's where the symbiosis came came into action okay. where i was recycling for the greater good yep. but also making a profit making and a profit. Yeah. that win-win mindset is 
incredibly infectious mm -hmm. and it just changes your morale it changes your energy mm -hmm. and it makes you look at things in a much different way and you really build that camaraderie of support from customers from clients and and, and your internal team so yeah. that that statement that feel good about profitability came from a personal lack um, which the sustainability industry fulfilled but I really like it actually because that's what everyone should really think about. I think. I agree. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, what is Enviro? What do you do exactly? Where does it come from? You already gave me a little bit of your background in Dubai, mm -hmm. and uh, but what you did there, recycling of uh, mobile phones, is different. It was the start of my career. Was so, it? Okay, mobile right. phones is uh, in terms of my sustainability career. Yeah. Um, that was the that was the the, the tipping point um, that had the snowball effect to look into the bigger picture. So doing mobile phones was 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 a great start. We did some fantastic campaigns where we would encourage consumers to recycle a mobile phone to give a child life uh, a smile for life for mm -hmm. a charity that was doing cleft palate operations. Okay. Oh, so oh, okay. yeah. the, the 150 you know um, pound rebate was the cost of that operation. So it was very um, a tangible solution so customers are actually it can make a real difference here i yeah, know exactly yeah. where my money's going yeah i know the change it's going to make and that's really powerful so that's where the career um in sustainability actually started and then that moved into electronics and it bringing back my historical work in the uk in, yeah. in selling um you know it equipment um but it was during that time where i was consulting a number of the corporates around their IT infrastructure, their mobile phones, paper, where they said plastic is a big problem for us. And they said, mm -hmm. what can you do about it? And I kind of looked at them and said, I don't know what I can do about it, but I'll go off and do some research and find out. And I realized that the region was not um, recycling. It was exporting its waste to China. Um, and I guess part of my own growth and development, I... Um, my first degree is in marketing, you know, uh -huh. very useful if you want to go into marketing, but yeah. probably not for... Well, for sales, it's very good as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I I, don't have, I didn't have a formal sustainability qualification. So I came back yeah. to the UK, uh, started my postgrad in sustainable business at Cambridge. And that's where I really did the, the academic research into the waste management industry, um, looking at future materials and manufacturing what products are going to be around. So having kind of experienced the peaks and troughs in technology, yeah. looked at, you know, the macroeconomics of society, you know, and people's consumption was a lot of my, I guess, my first degree was around consumer behavior and right. looking at people's behaviors. Yeah. Recycling plastic was the, the obvious way forward. And it was also, you know, at the time when Ellen MacArthur and other, other, um, champions like that uh, were, were rallying for change yeah so it kind of made sense that my academic research which you know is in a in a bubble bit of a bubble world you know it's all theoretical was actually a real life problem mm -hmm. so that that's what drove me to look at a plastics recycling and then the main reason i chose pet over anything else is that it's going to be around for the long term right we are going to have to get have to accept that it's a part of our life if we change our relationship with it we can stop it going into into oceans and landfills yeah. if we're aware of the impacts of it but society has changed we are on the go 24 7 yeah. as a child it was monday to friday sunday was a day of rest you went shopping on the saturday mm -hmm. 
living in London, everything, you've got apps like Deliveroo, you know, yeah. deliver your food. Everything's plastic. Everything's carton, plastic everything, carton. Yeah. We're all on the go. We're constantly, you know, apart from current pandemic times, yeah. we are on the go all the time. Yeah, we'll come to it a little bit later because there's quite a few changes going around as well in yes. England, in yes. Canada, everywhere. No, there's changes. Um, yeah. every, every every step helps, I agree. Yeah. Um, but I think it's important um, to accept that because of our, how, how our society has evolved, how our behavioral habits have evolved mm -hmm. um pet is one of those materials that will be part of that journey right we can eliminate elements of of plastic yeah. like for example we, we, we'll talk about that around single use plastic talk about that. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. for me use, yeah. pet a plastic bottle isn't single use you can reuse can use it that. again you yeah. can fill it up again yeah yeah you know, if you wash your your your, your food packaging you can re reuse that if you're sensible yeah. but again it goes back down to that what is your relationship with the material yeah and if you are actually what do you mean by that what your relationship yeah. well if you're going to be just discarding it without thinking twice about what happens then yeah. it's it becomes single use but if you're consciously sure. saying well i could refill that bottle with my juice or something else then so it's behavioral change then. behavioral change yeah and is that difficult to i think it's it's it it can become easy and we're looking at solutions to to make it more habitual what solutions are you looking so at? So one of the things is looking at is the, is the deposit return scheme. Okay, um, that's very good, by the way. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and that's. But what we're looking at is right now is the research on the rewards. Right. It has to be. It has to incentivize people. We are a company that looks at every member of society. Yeah. And not not. I'm not going to be preaching to the converted. Sure. I don't need to tell someone who 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 recycles how to recycle. I need to reach out to members of society that don't, don't have that knowledge yeah. and get them motivated. Yeah. And yeah. in our primary research or our preliminary research, yeah. cash is the motivator. Absolutely. Actually, in Amsterdam, I was there during King's Day um, mm. last year, they had all those plastic glasses and people just chuck them on the street, right? But a lot of people were picking them up because mm. each glass they brought back... It's value. One euro. Exactly. One euro. It's yeah. not bad. So they could make like a hundred euro but just picking up a few glasses. Like, yeah. Why not? Why? That's very good. And yeah. it goes back to a win-win situation. Is that something you're thinking about? That's what we're thinking of. Yeah. So, but what we'd like to be able to do is test different types of products as well because we are on the go. We are surrounded. We have got technologies or trends like social media, part of our life. People yep. are not going to be sat at home, you know, anymore uh, apart from you know the at current pandemic year, <laughs> well, for, for another year six months you know so, uh, <laughs> we, we don't know, um, we don't know yet, but so. once we get back to i guess what we call the new normality yeah people would be back on the go so yeah. therefore um what we want to make sure is if if they're consuming a bottle of you know a bottle of coke or a bottle of pepsi yeah we're trying to understand is there a correlation between that and a chocolate bar and a crisp packet or uh -huh. you know, so therefore we, we're doing some we, we're pointing how oh, you want to have partnerships with companies that well no what no? we want to do, well partnerships are important but before we want a solution to say and understand that certain product mixes yeah are work together and that there is a relationship between certain materials because if that if, if we're seeing a majority trend in mm. that then we can actually devise a solution to say well this deposit return scheme yeah. different from northern europe which takes glass bottles and takes um uh, aluminium cans yeah. this will take this product this product and this product as well that's the research we want to figure out and see whether is it going to be confusing for the consumer to have a a multidisciplinary machine yeah. or do we just focus on bottles and 
what, what's being done already and do it better by giving a reward that changes behavior. Yeah. This is the exciting part of our, our venture and our journey over the next 18 months is really kind of delve into human behavior human and behavior. say, yeah. what makes this person of this age and this demographic uh, work? And ultimately, for me... And how do you do that research? By studies or...? We're going to be... We're, we're looking at a... We, I can't name the university as yet. Sure, sure, uh, sure. But we will be appointing a PhD student and an MSc student funding yeah. their studies to complete um, these objectives. So by the end of that, we'll be able to say we've got some real hardcore data on, on consumer behavior around deposit return schemes, what schemes have worked, what haven't, but also um, looking at seeing if making sure that there's a solution in case the UK does not move forward with its legislation for deposit return scheme because right. these programs But there's work. something in place already. It's not in place. Okay. It's 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 yeah. been it's been lobbied for. Lobbied um, for okay. But Europe has has taken its recycling rates to I think Germany is at ninety eight percent because wow. of deposit returns. That's but amazing. that's because yeah. the government's funding it. Right. You know that your 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 bottle has gone from one euro to one euro twenty five cents. So therefore, naturally, you're going you to, want be, to bring it back. Yeah, of course, that makes sense so, to me. Yeah? Yeah. But that's 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 imposing behavior. Sure. Um, that's government led as well. That's government led, yeah. yes, yeah. and that's great. And I think, it, but are we ever going to get to that? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Can we better that program? Mm -hmm. Probably. Right. How do we better that program? Well, that's the research we're going to do. And you also, for what I saw, is you do a lot in regards to innovation, innovating the uh, recycling industry. Obviously, there's a lot. I did done actually a few interviews mm. with uh, other organizations doing different kinds mm. of recycling, but still, um, where, where do you innovate on this uh, particular market? Where are you very, I mean, there's plenty of companies. Why did I choose your factory as opposed to other factory? I think main, main, a number of reasons why we why we're innovative, yeah. um, why we're different. I guess circular economy is part of our circular DNA. Economy. What does it mean for you? For, for me, that means every stakeholder in that journey is benefited and can actually um, contribute to the circularity. Benefiting so for, 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 for plastics. If we talk plastics, yeah. we want the manufacturers to be able to um, get access to recycled material. Yeah. Um, the government, we need, we want to be able to put an infrastructure and show them how easy it is to recycle. Yeah. As a consumer. We show them that you can recycle very easily when you're out and, out and about, but also to give them the knowledge that that bottle is actually going to be recycled. Right. Um, social impact and uh, charities to be looking at donations to say, well, mm -hmm. hey, you know, John, you've recycled a bottle. Do you want to take that 20 pence rebate back or do you want to donate it to a homeless shelter? That goes back to what you did in Dubai, basically, is that? Exactly. Same thing. Is, is that where it comes from? Because you're doing it now with prisons, right? Or, so the prisons element, again, is is looking at, again, for me, sustainability is about long term. Right. And what we've got, as I mentioned earlier, PET, in my opinion, will be around for the long term. Sure. So therefore, um, one of the challenges is you know, social impact is a part of sustainability and making sure that re society is re re regenerating as well and people are doing good. And that doesn't necessarily always have to be environmental. Okay. The challenge we've seen um, in the UK is that the reoffending rates are very high. Mm -hmm. So people reoffend because when they leave prison, they are blacklisted, they are scapegoated for being a prisoner. Sure. So what we're trying to do is say, hey, you made a mistake. Everybody makes a mistake. If you follow religion, you know, biblical 
uh, you know, religions say, you know, if Adam never had that apple or whatever the story is, you know, we wouldn't be sinners today. But re regardless of your religious viewpoint, um, humans make mistakes. But where's the empathy and where's the support to get those people who made a mistake back on track? Right. And what we're saying is, hey, you may, we're, you've made a mistake. We're not going to judge you for that. But we're going to give you an opportunity to come work in our facility, mm -hmm. develop and grow your career because this facility is going to be around for a very long time because right. pl that plastic is going to be around for a long time. So you can really actually create workmanship skills and really carve a career. Yeah. Um, and that's that's the approach we're looking at. That, and that's, that's why you're doing it as well, then, isn't it? That's why we're doing it. It's right. just to really, you know, make society a better place because right. at the end of the day, it all it, it all works in process. You're not going to recycle a bottle mm -hmm. on a machine on the street if you're fearful of going there because you might get attacked. Yeah. So if that criminal is actually being motivated to work and off the streets and the world's a better place. And if sure. it's a safer environment, it's a cleaner environment. And it, therefore, it goes back to that philosophy of it has to be win-win for all. Yeah. And if we can make these micro nuggets of change, hopefully we'll make a bigger change. Yeah. But it has to start small and it has to work and prove before you grow. Awesome. Awesome. I really like that. Okay. Um, so then you also talk about food-grade polymers. Mm. And uh, you're creating food-grade polymers that are used to recreate food packaging, plastic bottles. What, That's right. I, I looked on your website, but please <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> so food, what, what food, there's different types of plastic. Yeah. There's seven different types of plastic. Yeah. And there's different types of recycling subject to what the end product is. Yeah. So you can make polymers um, from... What is that? Polymer? A polymer is a little small ball or a pellet okay. Uh, ah, which okay. in essence what happens is um, they get they're created into little pellets they're melted into a pre-mold okay. and then the injection molding company blows that into a product so for example you know high density plastic low density there's you know, your bleach bottle your shampoo bottle yeah. they can be blown up but they don't need the same I guess intense recycling process as ours because what we're doing is we're, we're carrying food so we're creating food-grade polymers, which what that means is this polymer is yeah. as pure as virgin oil produced polymer. So your bottles and everything else are made from crude oil. Yeah. It's as pure as that, so it can be used to create that, okay. to handle food and to handle um, any packaging. So the, another word is direct food contact. Okay. But in essence, to cut the technical um, mm -hmm. uh, you know, um, spiel around it, our polymer can be blown into a bottle that can be reused to carry water or any any. And that's exactly the plastic that you use in the first place that's as right. well. You don't use like I wanted to ask you about black plastic bags no. that are from from what I hear from a previous interview, not recyclable at all, is it? So I think for us, our our process is really intense. Like right. we go through a really strict washing line process to get rid of the, the glue, the label, the dirt, and everything else. And what do you do with that? So that. So the so we have a partnership which will then create uh, hydrogen electricity from the cap uh, and the okay. label. Yeah. So it's one hundred percent recycled. Again, different elements of circular economy. Does it depend on the label, or is that every label? It. Um, I think the. I think most of the labels are standardised. I okay. think they've shifted from paper to a different type of uh, mixed mixed plastic label. Yeah. Um, so we would recycle one hundred percent. But the problem with some, I guess, with a bin liner yeah. is it's so thin. So if that went through our wash line, it would disintegrate into the process. Right. So it is something for for for, for us to think about um, right. to say how how do we how do we recycle uh, bin liners? Because the problem is again, it's what goes into that bin liner. It's probably the most contaminated. 
bag so it, and it's so thin yeah. so when you wash even if you try and wash it if you if you if you wash if the water's too hot it could melt it so yeah. i think I agree with 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 just different process. Something that you don't do at the moment. Yeah, we we don't do that. Yeah. But it's something that you know it's important to to look at. Yeah. Um, but how again? I think is where the challenge is 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 the is the element of how dirty that bag is. Right. And unless we then put plastic bags to hold food inside of the plastic, but then that's a further problem. So I think it's definitely an area to 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 look at for the future to say how do we. How do we deal with that? Yeah. Um, ultimately, what we want to do is, if we can start with getting one aspect right, mm-hmm. it opens the door to, to different ones, to different yeah. ones and yeah. say, right, well, yeah. you know what? We are profitable. We are successful. We're growing. Let's look at plastic bags and see how we can resolve this issue. But it's pointless. We're not pointless talking about something without yep. actually having a, an active, implementable solution in the first place. Sure. And then strategic partnerships. Hmm. Yeah. Is, is it, you mentioned quite a few things already, to be honest. Eh? So for uh, us, you know, a strategic partnership, it can range, again, from government entities to lo- local government entities mm-hmm. to large corporate organizations, even charity organizations. So, um, you know, I guess where we are fortunate is that Every one of these entities will probably have bottled water or yeah. sparkling water or use PET plastic in their day-to-day life. So when talking about a solution, mm-hmm. it's something they can resonate with. And, um, you know, for example, I have no hair, so shampoo is not really something I resonate <laughs> well, with. But a beard, I'm sure <laughs> you'll wash beard. a beard. There's a different shampoo for that. So a, a beard wash. Beard wash, okay. <laughs> I, I won't use head and shoulders. But it on comes my... in bottles as well, I'm sure. <laughs> it does. Um, but certain products I won't relate to. Okay. Certain products you won't relate to because yeah. it's not part of your your your, your day-to-day life. And partnership with government? Uh, so government, we're working with local, local government. Local yeah, government, yeah. 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 So because our, our plant is in a is in the northwest so ultimately what we'd like to do is be able to create the research with our phd student and msc student Mm -hmm. to be able to present that to 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 major government and say right we've done all of this next one we want you know this is something you should either consider for legislation or this is the blueprint you should adopt for the rest of the country because we've made yeah. it successful in the northwest yeah that's but i'm mic- sure that you want to take it further on yourself as well you don't want to give it as a blueprint for other companies or we, you, we would we would or you want to open source it or how, how we would we would work with partners i mean partners, ultimately yeah. you know we we we've, we've got strategic relationships in certain places of the country yeah but this needs to be a solution for everybody so you know we mm-hmm. would welcome discussions with, with with other people at the appropriate time yeah and then I see another uh, stream of revenue there, and that's uh, carbon offsetting. Carbon offsetting, yeah, yes. Yeah, selling carbon credits, basically, is it? Are you going to do that yourself? Are you working for an agency? Or how so do you see something about 100 tons, 100,000 so, tons per year over so the next five years? So our growth um, will get us to offsetting 100,000 tons. Yeah. Um, what we, How we sell those at the moment is to be determined. You yeah. know, we would either, we've, we've put on our website for customers if they want to interact directly to, to sure. get in touch with us yeah. we're also open to to the agency model as well um, yeah. right now the key thing is is to actually get the accreditation and go through that accreditation process how long does it take it'll take 18 months 18 months when did you start so we'll we'll start well, you are um, starting now, we've, yeah. we've done the initial paperwork so once our right. facility starts the construction process we'll start from there there's yeah. a number of different requirements that you've got to meet yeah but it it the actual process is, I guess, in line with the time we go live as a facility. Right. So by the time we're accredited, we actually we are actually physically. So it will take a year and a half for the factory to be that's right. operational. There you go. Okay, that's very interesting. So it works nicely. Yeah. Um, yeah. But again, it's another. It's 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 giving 
organizations who may not necessarily be able to mm-hmm. um, change their behaviors to make their own impact to contribute by showing their intent by participating in, in, a, in a carbon credit program. And again, it just opens up the, the sphere for, for different people to participate. Right. Okay. And um, you are planning to buy your waste, isn't it, from uh, directly from uh, waste management operators? That's Do right. That correct? That's no. currently how the, the, the system operates. Is that like, do they, why would they go to you as opposed to other people that want to buy it? How does that well, work? Well, other people from, from, from our knowledge um, don't process to the standard we do. Okay, right. Uh, so we are 100% recycling. Um, there is a trend to export as well. Right. So therefore, those waste operators are under pressure from the actual waste generators, which is their uh, council. Because they normally send it outside of the country. Is mm. that what it is? That's right. And this is staying local. So this is not staying local. Logistics. Uh, exactly, yeah, reduce carbon yeah, footprint. Yeah. So yeah. therefore, and also what you've got is the is the transparency of data. Okay. What can, do you mean by that? I can say to you, this bottle is 100% recycled. This is what's been turned into polymer. Or this they can tell that to the customer. Is that what you're saying? They can say, yeah. tell it to the customer. Ah, okay, right. So, okay. you know, with our product, um, yeah. it gives us that, that granularity. So, and, you know, even down to saying, well, this many tons um, of plastic would, would have generated this many tons of carbon emissions. So you've looked at this sort of offset as well. So, and because you've got that level of detail, we should, we want to be able to take that down to the consumer level. So you as a customer will have an app to say when you're recycling on the go, I've recycled 100 bottles this year. Yeah. I took back 25 pounds of cash rebate of that 25 pounds cash rebate i donated it to a charity yeah that gave somebody two nights stay in a uh, youth hostel and three hot meals yeah but i also offset x amount of kilograms of carbon dioxide and that would have been the equivalent of me planting four trees yeah so when you've got that micro detail you know what your footprint is what your contribution is and that should make you feel good if that yeah. makes you feel good yeah you're going to repeat good behavior and then ultimately, it's that that behavior then will hopefully become intrinsic in future generations who are growing up with technology and social media. And maybe and they can share else. that information as well to exactly. other people. And say, this you know, is how like, This done. is what I've done this yeah. year. And, and people healthy, like that. Yeah, healthy no. competition, you know. Yeah, so, competition is yeah. always good. It's like always it. good. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's, yeah. The, that's the, bigger, the bigger strategy. The bigger picture. Yeah. But ultimately, you know, that would only all come into come into 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 um action once the facility is up and running in a year and a half in a year and a half okay there we go and then you have a lot of uh, mous already in place as well huh? mm. with companies correct that's right yeah so we are working with with for for, for the for the for, for the waste or for the waste and yes, uh, or i'm sure also for just uh, at a certain point selling back the plastic yes, is a card, so we, we've got a number of customers who yeah. will buy our end product. Yeah. Um, and we've also got a number of customers or waste operators who supply us the waste. Right. Um, ultimately, we've been we're looking at people who are within the local area yeah. um, and look and you know the plan is to create a, a solution that meets the geographical needs of that region, mm-hmm. prove its success, yeah. and then copy paste that. In the next region, in the next region, so these sure, are sure, micro sure. blueprint, yeah, yeah blueprint, yeah, micro yeah. circular economies, working, yeah. but giving people some responsibility about their local environment. And they would buy from you for the same reason because it's local, local, yeah, and there's no transport costs, no transport, uh, no transport you know, costs, uh, minimizing car, emissions, yeah. but yeah. also you know there, it, it will be the same price, though, or sorry, it will be the same price as buying it from international sources. Or we'd hopefully be, we'd hopefully be. 
Will you drop your pen? That must have been a difficult question. Huh? <laughs> not at all. That was not a, that was not a purposeful distraction. Right. Um, pricing will be subject to quantities yeah. um, that they commit to. Sure. Um, but with the international as well, the same thing, right? It's um, international. We'll, yeah. And we'll be competitive in our You'll pricing. You'll be competitive. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's really what, uh, what the question was. So, uh, brilliant. Um, yeah. And what is, uh, one more thing. You said you're targeting the local feed stock market. Mm. Um I have no clue what that means. What does it mean? So basically, companies um, who are operating in the local area. Yeah. So I don't want to be transporting waste from London or Essex to be processed in Manchester. It right. just defeats the object of what we're trying to do. Trying to do. So yeah. having local sources of that material is 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 important part yeah. of our business model. Fair enough. Makes total sense. Indeed. Indeed. So um, what would you do with other plastics then? Plastics that you do not, uh, you know that you cannot process within your plant? What do, should people do that with that? Uh, so recycling where, we, where we're unique is that we're operating on a plastics park. Okay. So this plastics park will be will have other partners processing. Right next door? Right next door. Ah, okay. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's, a, it's a complete symbiotic plastics park. Brilliant. And what will happen there is what the label or the cap. Very They've got that this in Sweden already. Hey? Have I they? Think. Yeah, I think uh, so. Sweden, okay. Norway. Yeah, they have uh, sites like that. So basically that, that's what's going it's to happen. It's emulating that model. Yeah. But because we've got seven different plastic types. Yeah. So therefore different people will process different things. So, yeah. for example, our one of our partnerships, we will give them our labels and our caps in return. Right next door? Right next door. Wow, that's very good, isn't yeah, it? We're plot yeah. 13, they're plot 10, 10B, or whatever the name of the plot is. Yeah. And um, in return, you know, we'd get reduced rates for hydrogen electricity that they create from the material that we supply. Wow. So therefore... Win-win once win, again. Win-win yeah. once yeah. again. Yeah. Um, so that's what we do. Uh, I'm not sure. I can't comment on sure, other operators. Sure, not necessarily. But that, yeah, that, that, that sounds brilliant, as a matter of fact. Now, there's been uh, quite a few articles, uh, mm. obviously. There we go. So, England, uh, 1st of October, from a fantastic newspaper, uh, Metro. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it reaches a wide audience. That's the main thing. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So, it must be good. Anyway, plastic straws, cotton buds, uh, or the stirrers banned in England uh, from the 1st of October. It's, as a matter of fact, illegal for business to supply that good. to the customers. So, uh, what do you think there? Because that's, that means at a certain point you're... I mean, that's what you do, right? We don't recycle that material. I mean, no. that, that but plastic. if it goes further, like in Canada, because that's the next, next article, uh, Canada is uh, banning single-use plastics by the end of 2021, but even further, zero plastic waste. I mean, that's a great statement. Yeah. Will it be achievable? You think it's just a statement? Is I think I it hear? is. Yeah? Um, okay. I, at the end of the day, we're talking about how society is operating okay. and we're talking about people's behavior. Yeah. We're on the go and... It's good that we're, we're making smaller changes at restaurants where you're not rushing and running about. So you actually sat there and therefore yeah. where you, you will notice that, oh, my straw is no longer plastic. Yeah. These sort of things. Well, there's no straw at all. Oh, there's no straw. Well, yeah. we may do paper straws. Yeah. They're terrible, by the way. Sorry? Anyway, they're terrible. It makes just make it different but i guess it, that yeah. difference makes you yeah, wake like up you, you sip a few times and it just like it just, you know yeah. disintegrates basically so again well, it's, it's, it's changing behavior yeah so you're learning to not drink from from a straw, a straw. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. people yeah. have drank you know from you know cans and glasses etc yeah. all the time so suddenly this this trend yeah. so i think they've just phased out a trend sure um but ultimately food will not be packaged in other material. So no problem then for you, you think? We don't foresee it being a problem. Okay. Um, what we foresee is that it will make the waste that we collect cleaner 
Okay. Because people are going to be more conscious that actually, though this bottle, I will reuse two or three times. Right. I'm not going to just discard it. So for us, you know, it will hopefully, the baled material that we get, it's not going to be mixed with people's eggs and bacon and everything else. And it's just not a, a heap of, uh, you know, a mess. So yeah. I think this this reduction of, of these materials will hopefully make people go, oh, hang on a minute, okay, they've stopped that. How else can I make a difference? And ultimately, that will then trickle flow into a much cleaner process for us. So I don't foresee it being an issue, and I, I fully support it. I'm a huge you advocate. You fully support it, Jim? Of course. Do you support it as well when they say at a certain point, zero plastic waste here in the UK? Do you think that should happen? Zero. I mean, how do you achieve zero plastic waste? Only glass bottles, for example. And then no the straws, no, nothing in plastic if you want to put it in a supermarket. Of, of glass bottles, the weight of it. I mean, I know, I know. You have to wash them as well. And, and then uh, the water waste from yeah, that. Yeah, water so waste from that, yeah, sure. Yeah. I think, um, you know, if if you actually, if you if you change your relationship with material, it won't end up in landfill and the oceans. And that's what we're ultimately our biggest driver is to make people aware that this is something that, they can benefit from and they can reuse. Mm -hmm. And if they re if they reuse it properly, they'll yep. get rewarded. Right. And that slowly will make that big shift to get to zero plastic waste. Does it mean we won't consume plastic? Mm -hmm. It means that the plastic that we use is will not be wasteful. Yeah, yeah okay, fair And enough. that's the yeah, difference. That makes sense. That's probably what I mean as well by zero sure. plastic waste. Huh? Yeah. Okay, then there's an article in the, well, six days ago, BBC, much better than Metro, mm. I would say, from uh, Sir Attenborough, mm. uh, David Attenborough, and Prince William. Mm. Uh, they're launching the Nobel Prize for uh, the Environmentalism. So it's called the Earthshot Prize, uh, Nobel Prize. Obviously, you just won basically a prize. So this is what you're going for next, huh? We'll, we've looked at it. We will definitely apply. Yeah, why not? Huh? Um, why not? I yeah. think it's it's great that we've yeah. got... It's a lot um, of money as well, isn't it? It's like 50 million pounds, 40, uh, 64 million dollars. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, change has to take place it's a good at idea, the top and at the bottom. Oh, it's an excellent idea. Yeah. I okay. mean, I think, you know, people love David Attenborough. Yeah. He is so fascinating. Oh, they love uh, um, Prince William as well, I'm Prince sure. Prince William. Yeah. So bringing two people that people like, they're yeah. going to listen. Yeah. You know, so um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's an excellent uh, uh, program which I think people can resonate with yep. and be like, oh yeah, I get that, I like that, I'll, yeah. I'll support it. Or people um, like us would look at it and say, this is not an, it's not an unachievable task to apply and yeah. potentially win. They should have called it just Nobel Prize, really. I think. But, yeah. <laughs> well, well, that might cause some confusion, though. So that's well. all, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep things simple. Is that is what yeah, that I, I suppose so. Now, an article from yesterday, uh, climate change. Uh, what are they talking about there? They're talking about uh, the International Energy Agency uh, talking about large-scale investment in technology. Mm -hmm. You like that, I'm sure, isn't yes, it? Yes, I do indeed. Yeah, they're talking about behavioral change, what we Absolutely. talked about as well. Yes. You like that as well. And, uh, yeah, innovation uh, in new technologies like uh, hydrogen and putting a lot of money into it. It has to come from government, they say. Do you believe that? I think it has to come. I think government has to lead the way. Yeah. Um, and I think they need to make it achievable for, for motivated partners. Okay. What does that mean? So if, if for example, you know, we're, we're a very driven, motivated organization. Sure. Um, part of our success is that the legislation is mandating they use recycled material right. by 20, 2022. If that's a, if that wasn't mandated, you know, we would probably not have the same level of customer interest right. because they have to do it. 
there's people who they want to do choice. it. They don't have a choice. That comes from the government side. Yeah, exactly. The government. We're, we're very fortunate that there's customers who want to do it and yeah. a number of brands have put down a pledge. Yeah. But when it becomes uh, regulatory and obligatory, um, it makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. So, but of course, you know, governments need to make sure that doesn't suffocate or stifle organizations either. Yeah. Um, so Some balance basically has it, to be there, right? Yeah. balance. Yeah. Um, and I think they're getting there. And I think in, in our industry, it's uh, it's now that people are aware and, you know, campaigns like Ellen MacArthur and, you know, this new um, Earthshot, Earthshot um, mm. initiative makes people aware and you've got the freedom of speech in this country. People talk, yeah. and consumers talk. Yeah. And there's Sometimes a little bit too much, maybe? Or? Well, each to their own. I'm not one to comment on, on oh, that. Okay. But um, I think uh, what we've got is lots of outlets to communicate um, before we didn't. And now, you know, your voice will be heard as mm-hmm. mine. Sure. And that will be determined on how many Instagram followers or Facebook people or tweets and Twitter. various yeah. Twitter. So um, <laughs> I think we, 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 we have that voice um, and I encourage people to use it wisely. Let's uh, end on a positive note. Is there anything you would like to say? Any future plans? How many factories are you going to open up over the next 10 years then? So we'd like to fa- focus on three factories, three factories as, a, as a minimum. Over uh, how many years? Over five years. Five years. And then what we'd like to have is multiple deposit return schemes, yep. um, machines rolled out, supporting supporting the recycling process. That's right. ambition for, right. the, for the first five years. And where can people find you? Because it used to be advanced com. So you can now find us at enviru. Double O. Double O. Co.uk. And that's how you pronounce it as well. Enviru. Enviru. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, anything else you would like to mention? Um, I think, uh, what anything I'd like to mention? Keep positive. Keep positive. We'll get through this. Yeah. Um, it's a mind, you know, despite what's going on. Um, look after your internal environment. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So that was the podcast with Ahmed Detta from Enviru, double O. Um, I'll put all the links in the show notes and you can find the latest news on podcasts.earth. You have been listening to Peter, Peter De Vries. Thank you for doing so. And uh, please don't forget to tune in next time.